0: Welcome to Wallowing in the Shallows, the podcast that skirts the perilous drop-off of a deep dive into television and movies. We are academic nerds aspiring to become TV and movie geeks. There are no spoiler guards in the shallows, so listen at your own risk. This week, join us for a wallow and a Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 2 Rewatch. Hey, hello, peeps, and welcome to Wallowing in the Shallows. This is Tori
1: and Rebecca, and we're watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer season two, episode five, Reptile Boy. Reptile Boy. Oh, is he really a boy?
0: <laughs> maybe. How long's that there was snake been down there. demon? Yeah, yeah. Well, evidently a while. So I exactly. don't exactly. Be... Well, maybe. It's in demon years instead of human years. (laughs) So it's a young boy. Perhaps. What is it? Like one hundred demon years equals one human year? I don't know.
1: (laughs) Tough to know. These are the kinds of mathematics I'm not
0: familiar with. (laughs) (laughs) Well, probably since I'm just talking off the top of my head and (laughs) picking shit up as we go along. uh, Might be why. Well, have you got a summary for us? I do, I do. In season two, episode five, we find Buffy, Willow, and Xander once again expanding their cultural horizons, although this time by watching a Bollywood movie. They lament their lack of funds and we cut to a young woman jumping out of a window and running for her life. Alas, she is caught by a group of young men in monkish robes. We then find Cordelia scheming to hook one Richard Anderson. Yes, those Andersons of fame and fortune. Buffy, chafed by the restraints of her sacred duty and the patriarchal behavior of Giles and Xander, rebels and accepts Cordelia's demand that she attend a frat party with her. At the party, Cordelia and Buffy are drugged and manacled to the wall of the basement dungeon, next to the girl who had jumped out of the window at the beginning of the episode. All three young women are destined to become sacrificial offerings to Maqueda, the reptile demon the frat boys serve, in order to gain money and power. What the misogynistic frat boys don't know is that they have the Slayer to deal with. While the gang arrives at the frat house to help Buffy and Cordelia, Buffy breaks free of her bonds and kicks some serious ass, saving Cordelia just as she was about to be, perhaps, devoured by Makita. Buffy and Giles come to an understanding that her whole life can't be about being the Slayer, and all is right in the world. Later at the bronze, we learn that the former members of the frat are suddenly facing financial ruin and jail time. Cordelia is on a date with a, gasp, high school boy, who is Hmm. clearly enthralled to her. Angel asks Buffy out for coffee, but she plays coy and saunters away. The end. (laughs) The end.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so I can't say this is going to be my favorite episode, (laughs) You had definitely said that the next episode is one you were looking forward to. And yes. that this one, you were kind of hoping to just skip and get to the next one. So I think I could say I share some of that sentiment. I don't need to watch a lot of frat boy time. I'm with you there.
0: I had so to remind myself oh, that I was actually writing the summary for this episode and not the next one.
1: I almost <laughs> texted you and said, do you want me to do this one so you can do the next one? Nah, you can do the next one. Okay, so a quiet evening at home for the crew, mm-hmm. watching and completely not understanding Bollywood.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, I did have a Bollywood phase for a while, but that one doesn't look like I, like one I had watched because the, the scene didn't seem familiar. Mm. The song sounds familiar because, I'm sorry, I don't catch a lot of the nuances in Bollywood music. Sure, sure but it was fun. I like Bollywood stuff. Yeah. They were, they
1: were having some trouble following (laughs) Yes, the willow seemed to be doing a good job.
0: Yes. Yes. But yeah, there's a lot of imagery and metaphor. I do not understand in Bollywood. Mm -hmm. So
1: then we've got Callie running from a bunch of monks. Mm -hmm. Mm (laughs) I said a bunch
0: of monks in a villa. I hadn't realized that was a frat house. Yeah. We do find that out later. Very, I was trying to figure out, you know, because they do look like these monks that, you know, and we'd already had in season one, some monks in Italy. And I was wondering if it oh. was a callback and I couldn't remember if the monks from the I, Robot, you, Jane episode wore the same type of robes or, which does make that frat house seem more villa-ish if that's the case. I don't know. Things are coming into my head. And they're just spewing out of my mouth without a whole lot of thought
1: here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would argue that if they're wearing the same robes, just because it was in the prop room, you know, <laughs> <laughs> not that there was a connection to the previous Malik or whatever his name was. Ma- Malik. Malik.
0: Yeah. Malik the what? The destroyer? Was that his name? Malik the destroyer?
1: Don't recall. I was, I was lucky enough to come up
0: with the name (laughs) almost but we love that episode because we finally meet miss calendar yes yes but we're very forward,
1: moving forward moving forward forward. moving forward cordelia is really laughing and this is troubling to me because cordelia i can always depend upon her self-assuredness with Mm -hmm. the opposite sex Mm -hmm. and just full grasp of her strength. And here she's looking for stupid tips because all of her high school boyfriends have died. So now mm-hmm. she needs to go after the college girl. <laughs> Did I not like lot about laughing. that, but that's
0: true. <laughs> yes. Wow. Um yeah, she is uh portrayed as quite the gold digger. In this mm-hmm. episode, and the 1950s vibes, I didn't really care for. Mm. You know, that's why that's what girls are supposed to do, right? Find a rich husband. I didn't care for any
1: of that. Yeah, and I hated Tom. I have I have thoughts. I I have dislikes for sure. <laughs> but one of my kind of likes was: is this the first time Xander has called Cordelia Core? Getting oh. a little nickname going. Might be the real witty repartee with one another i was kind of into it we were on burn watch between right. the two of them and there right. was definitely some of that going on
0: for sure i have a trivia question already
1: oh my gosh so do i i wonder Uh-oh. if we have the same one that would Go be for really it funny. yeah it would be
0: mine is you know cordelia's reading an article oh no is it the same one no it's not totally not. Oh, okay OK, so she's reading that article about you know, like how to attract a man or whatever when she's doing her. <laughs> fake laugh.: Yes. Yes. Who was the author of the article? Cordelia mentions the name. Oh, my gosh. You know, it reminded
1: me of like Miss Eloise or something, mm-hmm. Miss mm-hmm. Manners, or mm-hmm. but I do not know. Who was it?
0: Dr. Debbie.
1: Dr. Debbie. Mm-hmm. So not a miss, a doctor. A doctor. Dr. Debbie. Well, mm-hmm. shame on you, Dr. Debbie, for, for such silly advice.
0: Yeah. Dr. Debbie was probably a high schooler in the 1950s. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. That's where
1: she's getting her intel. Mm-hmm. No, you might have a bit of an easier time with mine, but mine is from the following scene and the question is what is the full name of the frat that Cordelia's new beau belongs to
0: delta zeta kappa
1: yep which is yep. not a
0: real fraternity by the way
1: yep well delta zeta is a sorority but yeah. delta zeta kappa yeah
0: yeah i did i was like is that a real frat
1: mm-hmm. which made me
0: laugh then right when i found out that uh, delta zeta was a sorority <laughs> yes Yes.
1: I had a good friend who was a DZ in college.
0: Oh. Shout out, Rachel. <laughs> I don't think either as an undergrad, again, because I started school late. And so I was in that adult accelerated program. Yes. So there was nobody in sororities or frats. And I don't remember. Oh, wait, one one of the people I hung out with in grad school was in a sorority when mm-hmm. she was an undergrad. Mm-hmm. But that's it. They never held any interest for me. Maybe yeah. because I was an older student. I don't know. But that makes make a think lot of when sense. When I was younger, you know, when I was all set to go to Ohio University, I it was never in my mind about joining a sorority.
1: Yeah, I think it kind of depends upon the school and the culture of the school. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of factors.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But frat parties were never really my thing.
0: Yes. I never went to a frat party. <laughs>
1: I can't say that I've never been to a frat party, but thankfully I never ended up in the situation that these women found themselves in. Yeah.
0: Manacled in a basement
1: dungeon? With a gigantic snake coming after me? No, Thank goodness. Wow. So Giles is really cracking the whip.
0: Dang, yeah. That's for sure. It's like, dude, give her a little break here.
1: Yes, he's really... he struggles with this tension of whipping her into shape and letting her live her life and that tension continues right though he never seems to really need to do whatever training he's doing she seems pretty darn good at it all already (laughs)
0: right i think i mean throughout the whole series you just kind of get the idea that buffy is kind of the ultimate slayer Mm. and like the slayer of slayers not the not that she's not slaying slayers, but, you know, like yes. the capital T slayer. The ultimate. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I think that's kind of what a lot of this leads the audience to believe. hmm But I did wonder in that scene where they're talking, if Giles, I mean, he misses Buffy's sarcasm, right? And I was wondering, is he naive or just really being obtuse? Mm-hmm. Which yes. I and I still don't know which one its is. Mm-hmm. kind of leaning towards obtuseness. <laughs> hmm
1: Uh, Giles. <laughs>
0: yeah. He's really, as you mentioned, he laid it on thick. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. I think I wrote he really tries to lay on the uh the father smackdown on Puffy. Not <laughs> mm-hmm. literally SmackDown, but you know, kind of a verbal.
1: Yes trying Remember, to be yes, a
0: disciplinarian yes. so to speak well here's a hard fact of life we all have to
1: do things we don't like and you have hand hand this afternoon and patrol tonight so I, I suggest you come straight here
0: at the end of, of period six and, and you get your homework done and don't dawdle do with your friends and, and don't think sitting there pouting is going to get to me because it won't so you can't really fault buffy for totally ignoring him <laughs> and hanging out outside of school after school is out i'm sorry could you repeat that <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was kind of convoluted. I was saying that you can't really fault Buffy for ignoring him and hanging out with her friends after school. Right. No, you
1: can't. She's 16. Yeah. It seems as if the previous Slayer, there should be a mentor program, right? <laughs> so, the- so the previous Slayer can come to maturity, do their thing, and sort of have a mentee, if you will, a shadow.
0: Yeah whoever, then, came up, yeah, whoever came up with this whole thing, there can only be one Slayer at a time, Yes, was not thinking ahead. And maybe was watching too much Highlander. <laughs> wow, I haven't uh, watched that in about 20 years. There can be only one.
1: <laughs> are you familiar with what beetle nuts are? Beetle nuts? That's what... Xander said he would bring, he said, I'll bring the beetle nuts to the next movie night or whatever.
0: I have no idea. I've never even, I don't even recall hearing that. Of course, I might've been on one of my, I'm so tired of Xander. <laughs> it's fair. I'm this, just going to quickly
1: look them up. Go ahead and proceed. I mean, I didn't look it up, but I, I'm just going to quickly.
0: Oh, yes. Well,
1: there is a bee. Oh, no. <laughs> is betel nuts a drug? Oh, my goodness. How does betel nut affect you? Okay, so it is a real thing, also known as an areca nut, but it's not spelled like beetle, as I would think. It's B-E-T-E-L. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> how dangerous is the beetle nut? Well, I don't know, Xander. You've opened a whole can of worms here. <laughs> So they have some kind of
0: narcotic narcotic effect. It seems as if, huh? Maybe he said he he said he was going to bring those to the frat party or to their next to their Bollywood. little their little next Bollywood oh, thing. Wow, Increase I, uh... in
1: heart rate, blood pressure, sweating, and body temperature; feelings of well being and
0: alertness. So mm-hmm. now he wants to drug Buffy and Willow. What the f, Xander? Ah. Chewing too many
1: is toxic. Now I'm starting to think I have heard of these beetle nuts because it also says you can have discolored teeth and gums. I feel like maybe it is taken sometimes as part of a ceremony or something. Though I would think you would know that more likely than me.
0: <laughs> well, I never really studied much about the about uh, paleoethnobotany. Yeah. So... I know there are lots of different plants that have pharmaceutical properties, shall we say? <laughs> the oldest
1: unequivocal evidence of beetle chewing is from the Philippines. And well, yeah. The, yeah. Very, very interesting. It uh important and popular cultural activity in many South Asian, Southeast Asian, East Asian, and Oceanic
0: countries. Huh. Well, that might be why they put it in there. South Asian, India. Yeah. Well, there you go. Nice.
1: Okay. Nice work. That's where we're going to, that's where we're going to leave it. A a good connection to the Bollywood watching. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Very good.
0: Must be it. When you said that, I was like, oh, that's why they did it. Somebody's doing some research on that show.
1: I guess
0: you know they, okay some of the so Inca then, stuff right and now they did this oh very interesting and introduced... i actually think the reptile demon is yes. also a, a reference to india which we can talk about later
1: oh good okay good because i just thought he was big and ugly and annoying <laughs> and went down pretty quick yes, yes. so tom warner who at first we think might be a good guy, ends up being the ultimate bad guy, which isn't mm-hmm. that always the case? Mm-hmm. And, oh, he just seemed so awkward. I, oh, I have real bad feelings about Tom now that I've gotten to the end of the episode, so I'm just well, despising I, yeah. thinking about him.
0: Well, I was getting real Wooderson vibes from him and Anderson. Does that make sense to you? Nope. Okay. Matthew McConaughey? Okay, In, I do you know who that is? Dazed and Confused.
1: Uh, okay, I have seen it, but it's been quite a while.
0: Okay, well, Matthew McConaughey's character is named Wooderson, and you know he's that older guy. He's super creepy, yes. and he's always like, um "All right, all right, all right." That's that came <laughs> and does from. does he say, "I keep getting older,
1: and they keep staying the same age"? Yes, yes. <laughs>
0: very good <laughs> yeah But okay yeah so because i kept wondering i'm like really i mean so these guys got to be what 22 23 24 something like that seniors in college and they're trying to uh attract juniors in high school
1: probably 21 you said 23 24
0: yeah if they're seniors in college
1: well yeah, if one starts yeah. at 18
0: 19 yeah yeah i guess you're right i'm was giving them a few years these boys seem like they're on the
1: fast track i think these boys get in as legacy and get out right Mm -hmm. after four years and work at daddy's anderson aeronautics or whatever
0: (laughs) yes so did you like my yes those anderson's
1: (laughs) yes that was almost going to be my trivia uh, question the three industries that the Anderson family was involved in
0: Uh uh-huh the one I for the aeronautical one I think I wrote down the other ones
1: yeah yeah we'll get there we're we're not quite there yet
0: not quite there yet but I was disappointed in Buffy that she kind of fell for Tom's slick Mm. little banter
1: yeah it was so unslick yeah but it did the trick mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. it was sort of his puppy dog features mm-hmm.
0: i think she felt a little old sorry shucks, for him his exactly. old
1: attitude that's exactly it it's like
0: you're not little abner
1: oh, wow that's i was in that back. musical oh were you <laughs> i actually know that musical believe it or not <laughs> wow yeah we did it when i was a senior in high school <laughs> Crazy. Okay, so let's see. Shall we? Oh, I see. Giles, will you ever learn? Buffy will always kick your butt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Evidently not. <laughs> Mm-mm. Nope. Oops, I'm still in my Wooderson notes. Flip the page.
1: <laughs> no problem. What's What's your next thing?
0: Well, the next thing I have is um, in the cemetery. Yes. Where we see Buffy walking alone among the headstones, when mm-hmm. she finds that bracelet, and the yep. angel shows up, smells the blood, and of course they get into an argument about dating, and then they have that very dramatic scene, and she's like, "When you kiss me, I want to die," and I've, oh, I, I have to admit, I laughed.
1: <laughs> I yes. Like, for a
0: sixteen-year-old girl, I was thinking the better response would have been like, "When you kiss me, I want to shag." but you know a 16 year old girl would probably respond like buffy did
1: (laughs) i don't know die i don't know even a 16 year old
0: (laughs) makes me crazy or whatever i don't know die?
1: you know too close to the fact he's a vampire yeah you know it's just not gonna work angel and buffy you just the slayer and the two hundred forty-one year old vampire. I mean, it's already a problem that he's two hundred forty-one. This is already a problem. Yeah, he should not be dating a high schooler.
0: Agreed. He should
1: at least, he should at least be with somebody in their twenties. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And what am I talking about? He's a vampire. He should <laughs> not be with a human. Period.
0: Correct. Oh, angel. That never goes well. I'm wondering because, of course, last episode I mentioned that I wanted to acknowledge writers and keep track of that and totally blew it at the beginning of this ah. episode. But uh, the writer is male, David Greenwalt. He's also directing. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's his view of how a 16 year old girl would react. In that situation.
1: Well, so far, I don't think much of his work.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Again, not one of my favorite episodes.
1: Yeah. Well, Cordelia Cordelia is really into Richard Anderson. She is not below begging Buffy to have a wingman at this party. Well, not a wingman. It's that Tom wants her there, right? right? I mean, so... Mhm. feels feels a little bit like grooming to me i'm not i'm not digging any of it
0: no i agree i don't like how they had corti cortelia now i'm gonna say it you almost said it now i am saying <laughs> it. cortelia cordelia as this simpering gold digger yeah and yeah i there's so much about this episode i i don't like yeah, we got to we got to keep an eye out for this writer. <laughs> well, I think he gets better. He does do other stuff. Okay. okay. Of, and I think he does get better. But again, I can't say that with 100% confidence. <laughs> mhm. Okay. So,
1: oh Buffy, it's like we are sisters with really different hair.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: I have very different hair from my sister. And we are actually
0: sisters. <laughs> me too yeah my sister's hair is straight 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 and mine's wavy color was the same though so here's where i come to the three industries oh yeah there we go anderson farms anderson aeronautics and anderson cosmetics which you know mm-hmm. is the one Cordelia's really excited about of course of course she is <laughs> so like then the go ahead. they have her as such a gold digger
1: Oh, I hate it. I hate it. I, I hate it. Not only the gold digger, but the sort of simpering. I mean, just everything, it's like it's not even her. Mm-hmm. The fake laugh was awful. Mm-hmm. That just seemed so un-Cordelia. I wonder how Charisma Carpenter felt about no. portraying doing these lines. Because it just didn't seem like her character. Yeah. But That's I did true. like... I did like after their ceremony or whatever, the guy said that they were going to drink some brewskis. (laughs) I I think brewskis is funny.
0: (laughs) Let's have some brewskis. Yeah. yeah. That that sounded very fratty. Yeah. I liked that. I liked that. (laughs) I thought uh, if I had wanted to join a sorority or something and they wanted to carve something into me, I'd be like, no, thank you. You can keep your Greek life. <laughs> I'm not going to do this. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
1: So, and then we see Richard is keeping Callie chained up as a captive. Hated it.
0: hmm Did you notice, yeah. you know, they're carving diamonds? Yes. And that Makita had a diamond on his forehead? No, I didn't catch that. Yeah, so that... Is evidently the symbol of Makita.
1: Mm.
0: Interesting. That's yeah. a, that.
1: I appreciate that connection. Because I was just like, "Jeez, Tom,
0: you're just covered in those diamonds." Mm-hmm. And I wondered if Makita was actually the name of some kind of reptile demon. Oh, what I found—I couldn't find a reptile demon named Makita, yes. but I did find a UFC fighter from Brazil named Lyoto. The Dragon Makita, that's awesome, so <laughs> that was kind of funny. I didn't look that at the a- years though if he was active at that time or not. I should have done that, but I didn't interesting to see if that's where they got it from because it's not a common name, and it was spelled the same way it was in my captions. Mhm, so i assumed I just assumed <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't do that. I know <laughs> what the saying is, sure.
1: And sometimes the captions are not exactly right, but I think it was right in this time because I do think I
0: looked at the cast list. Uh, Well, he was, it doesn't say when he began his career, but he was active in 2000. So that's not far. Yeah. And then, and there he was a, a runner up in a 2000 Brazilian sumo championship. Holy cow. Yeah. That's interesting. So I'm thinking perhaps he might have been active in, what was this, 97 or something when this one mm-hmm, aired? Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Yeah, October 13th, 1997. So perhaps, maybe. My next note is Angel doesn't say
1: two words to anyone. So somebody must have said something about Angel not saying two words. <laughs> I don't know Isn't exactly that, what, what that scene is. is that? I have it right after Richard is keeping Callie chained up as captive and right before Xander, give it the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> but I think somebody must have said something like that guy doesn't say 2 didn't doesn't didn't hasn't hasn't said two words to me
0: or something. And then I, then I said, Angel doesn't say two words to anyone. <laughs> Maybe that was when Buffy was in the hallway when they were coming out of the after. Boy. I was trying to start about three different sentences there. Sure, sure. So they're in the library, right? Buffy lies to Giles. They come out into the hallway and they're talking about Buffy having lied to Giles. Is this the scene? Could have been. I'm I'm thinking maybe that's, you know, Buffy was complaining about how Angel doesn't uh, talk to her much or doesn't open up much. And maybe Xander said the thing about the two words. Two words. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, just must have been riffing
1: off something. Giles yeah. working the sword on his own.
0: <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, got caught. Mm-hmm. Is that the one where he was like, "But will you be ready for this?" Or was yes. That- okay. <laughs>
1: this is a, this is the one.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm like, dude, you keep getting caught in really embarrassing. It's, it's true.
1: true. <laughs> it's really true. <laughs>
0: Practicing asking Ms. Calendar out, practicing yes. with the sword and training Buffy. Yeah, I think that one was a
1: little bit more embarrassing. The, <laughs> the practicing asking her out.
0: Yeah. Again, I didn't really care for the big patriarchal moment that was going on in the library. You know, where Xander and, and Giles are planning Buffy's evening. <laughs> yes. But I was glad when she shot that down. She's like, hey, she's right here. Yes. Hmm.
1: We've got another public service announcement poster. Did you see uh, it? I did not. What's this one? Not everyone who drives drunk dies. Guy's face was kind of scarred. So I think it was showing somebody who'd survived. Uh, you know, there's the smoking kills. Right, and right. Appealing it, to high school vanity. Yes, 100%
0: this was what you would look like
1: if you drink and drive i that should have been my trivia question is what what other public service announcement yeah
0: you would have totally stumped me on that one Hmm. i did think it was kind of a (laughs) that buffy was complaining about how everybody's treating her like a child and i wanted to go then stop acting like a child it's true and of course when she was talking about she just wanted to have fun I immediately started singing some Cindy Lauper. <laughs> nice. Which I will nice. refrain from doing here because I'm not. Everybody who's singer.
1: in the know should be hearing it in their head right now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I like Cordelia laying down the ground rules. No black, silk, chiffon, spandex. <laughs> yeah. She said those are my signature things. Did you notice that when they did go to the party Buffy totally did break the rule. <laughs> Her outfit fit was at minimum black. Yes. I don't know if it was silk or chiffon, but it was yeah. definitely black.
0: It was black. That's for sure. No, I was going to comment about this scene, but I, my comment was just the 1950s vibe continues. <laughs> like, here's all you need to act. Here's how young ladies yeah. act. What was that Manners book? Was it just Miss Manners?
1: That's what I thought it was, but I don't, I'm not really familiar with it. That oh just yeah. I never, I head. never picked
0: it up. I can happily say that's one book I never felt like reading. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. And then, oh, I know. Did you catch Cordelia's license plate? <gasps>
1: yes. Uh, I don't know if I wrote it down, but I think it was Queen C. Yes, for Cordelia.
0: Yes. And remember last season I'm like we I He's was talking Queen B but I couldn't really say but it's really Queen C but I, yeah. Yeah. Cordelia's yeah. vanity
1: plate. <laughs> definitely that's funny. I didn't even write it down but I can I definitely remember it. And it appears that Cordelia's driving has not improved. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and she can't claim this time that a witch was hexing her. No. <laughs> or that she needed to desperately get to the library. <laughs> right. How could I have almost forgot about that? I'm like. <laughs> so she used to
1: drive right into the school?
0: <laughs> yeah, she really. And um,
1: more windows parents parents. without more windows without screens. Xander pops into a window without a screen.
0: I really don't understand that. I don't get it.
1: And these pledges are straight out of Rocky Horror Picture Show co- costuming. <laughs> and Xander wishes he got costumes like the pledges. I mean, he ends up dressed up like Mrs. Dowfire.
0: Yeah, he does. I kind of like that, <laughs> only because yeah. I'm, you know, tired of Xander. Yeah. Uh, he I don't it. approve of hazing in any way, shape, or form. Sure. But there was. But he was trespassing. He was. He was not invited to this party. That is true. And did you notice what was with the junior high style dancing going on at the frat party? Like when oh Buffy and Tom are dancing, I noticed this one couple kind of behind them, and she's just got like her arms resting with her hands hanging limp over his shoulders, and he's got oh my gosh his hands. On her waist, and they're just kind of—it gives me a Stranger Things snowball vibe. (laughs) Yeah, I totally pick up what you're throwing down. Yeah, that was funny. Mm Oh
1: well, Tom does talk too much. Oh my gosh,
0: he likes the sound (laughs) of his own voice.
1: Yeah, he really does. Who's this? Who's this dork? I I have attributed to Hulk with pitcher. (laughs) Because <laughs> I think Tom says Hulk is gone or whatever. Oh, so I liked right. calling him Hulk. There you oh, go. He was a total jerk.
0: Yeah. I mean, stereotypical of frat boys, that's what people think about. Yes. When they think about frats. Yes. I don't know if people still think that way about frats, but well, pretty much it's... fit the stereotypes that I grew up with. <laughs> it's fair. <laughs>
1: So, uh, do you have anything uh, before we get back to the library with Willow? Uh, no. Oh my gosh! When they were trying to figure out the word that ended in ENT, I was like, "This is a pretty common ending mm-hmm. <laughs> of a word." <laughs> Maybe they realized there was only one letter that they were missing. <laughs> but if we're going through every word that ends in END. That's going to be a long list of discovery. Yes. But Willow Willow cracked it. Willow cl- cracked the ba- bracelet case, knows that she saw those bracelets from people who went to, was it Kent High School?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yet another school, a <laughs> school in Sunnydale
1: exactly
0: i in fact a little bit
1: later when we find out Brittany oswald the junior at saint michael's and kelly purcell the sophomore at grant
0: i was like how many high schools are there in this tiny town (laughs) Uh uh-huh the people are i don't know how they kept track of things in this writer's room but clearly that's something they weren't keeping track of
1: yeah Well, before we get before we get that far, I just had to bring that up when you said the number of high schools going back to the boys are idiots party
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and that creepy Anderson guy comes in. I said, great.
0: Predatory
1: Mm -hmm. Dick alert Mm -hmm. and Dick in the two contexts of Mm -hmm. his name being Richard Mm -hmm. as well as his anatomy. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Something. And then we it looks like Tom is going to defend her. And then we find out Tom is just as bad. Yeah.
0: Because, of course, we hadn't figured that out for ourselves yet. Oh, no doubt. No doubt.
1: (laughs) Oh, did you notice that Callie's last name was Anderson? I thought that was a little weird that they used the same last name, but she wasn't related to Richard Anderson.
0: Well, Anderson's fairly common, isn't it? I agree, but why would they do that? Why would they do that in this episode when they can pick any last name? I don't know. Lack of imagination, I suppose. <laughs> One of those things that slipped by again, mm, perhaps, along with the increasing number of high schools in Sunnydale. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, you know, there's a whole bunch of things that are. Are not even implied. I mean, they're kind of outright stated that have caught media attention in the last decade or so with college boys, college Mm -hmm. young men in college um, getting or being put on trial for, you know, date rape and roofing people and things like that. So, in that capacity, you know, Buffy was a little bit ahead of its time. Mm hmm. But still kind of putting the faults on the young women. Yeah. You know, Cordelia is so hepped on landing somebody with money. Buffy drinks, even though she wasn't going to at first, saw their faults.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Again, talking off the top of my head without a whole lot of thought. Well,
1: this just... I, this just was not this this may be
0: my least favorite episode so far hmm well i teacher's pet is still at the bottom for me and this one i think right above it
1: okay okay i i think they're neck and neck but i did love somebody called somebody jerk water
0: (laughs) (laughs) and i thought that was i thought that was a funny term yes definitely figures and
1: do you know what I thought was interesting after they are finally done with Xander? Mm-hmm. Xander is just a little too skilled at taking that bra off himself. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to get into too much detail, but in my experience, <laughs> <laughs> high school boys need a little training in t- taking off <laughs> And the fact that Xander was just able to one hand a bra that clearly had two or three hook and eyes. this Oh, was you not know
0: that size bar has got a bra, excuse me, has got at least four.
1: There you go. So this is not just a little double A, one hook and eye jobby. You yeah. know, this is, this is hardcore. And he just, it's masterful. Yeah. So uh, that doesn't track for me, especially with a guy like Xander. <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe some of Cordelia's previous bows, but not Xander. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I think the four or five hook and eye you're talking about would be a challenge for even the most adept.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: You I mean, should watch. I mean, it, he's very it's it's skillful. I'll
0: have it's to go skillful. back and watch that. Yeah, I didn't. Again, kind of like you were in the last episode, I was kind of done with Xander, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and not paying super close attention to the scenes he was in. I did, however, notice you know the bedroom that Buffy stumbles into, and I could not help but think there's just no way in hell a rich frat boy would have that paisley bedspread. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. It's a really stupid thing to notice. But I was, That's paisley. I'm like no way. No way. So, that's my major contribution to the conversation right now.
1: <laughs> paisley would not have been on the bedspread.
0: I don't think so. Can't convince me.
1: <laughs> I hear you. Well, my next two notes are Buffy could get out of these chains and Tom has weird tats.
0: <laughs> it's scarification, actually.
1: Oh, nice. I, di- I have heard that term, but I did not remember it because <laughs> it's literally a
0: scar, right? hmm mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I was wondering, again, I noticed the diamond shaped, and then I remember I saw it on Makita later. But Tom has a lot. and. It made me wonder if the number of diamonds that people have, like you get one when you join, right? To show that you're a member. But I wonder if you get more diamonds as you bring girls Mm. in as sacrificial victims. Oh, gosh. Dreadful. Yeah. If that's so, I mean, we saw, what, four on his chest, three on his back, and at least one on a shoulder, how long has this kid been in college? I wrote that down too, as I was thinking about this. I don't know what it says about me, that that's a thought that came to my mind as I saw all those. Well, yeah, that's an no. interesting theory. It's, it's going to be
1: my headcanon now. Mm-hmm. Loved Willow in this next scene. First, Angel, how do you shave? Yeah. <laughs> and then Willow cracked you know, gave up the information about Buffy. But then she really gave Giles an angel to business, which I liked.
0: I did, too. I was like, you go Willow. Well,
1: why do you think she went to that party? Because you gave her the brush off. And you never let her do anything except work and patrol. And I know she's the chosen one, but you're killing her with the pressure. I mean, she's 16 going on 40. And you, I mean, you're going to live forever. You don't have time for a cup of coffee yes
0: they did oh chastised here's my uh, here i have queen c well i think Xander's. they cut to it again when xander's outside after he gets thrown out okay. of the house yeah so that because that's how he knows that she's still there right
1: oh god this snake thing <laughs> and this is
0: the slowest stone snake thing i've ever seen <laughs> I didn't really get, you know, why they had to have three stones. I mean, I I know it related to the three girls, but I thought, okay, just giving Makita advance warning of how many girls he's going to have to chow down on. (laughs) It didn't make much sense, but yeah. Yeah. I have written down stupid looking snake thing comes out of the well. Yeah.
1: That is one slow snake. And the no woman speaks to him didn't oh care God. for it tom yeah misogynistic much yeah hated it <laughs> then my next note is well did not take much to kill that snake
0: <laughs> I know. well i think what they were going for there was a naga which is from indian legend south asian yeah okay. and they are half human, half serpent beings. Um, okay. That live, live in the netherworld, which is called mm. Patala or Patala. Not sure how to pronounce that, but uh, yeah. So I think that's uh, what it is.
1: The get, inspiration. What is
0: this? Yeah. And this also, guess what the the female Naga is called? Or Nega. What?
1: Nagini. Oh my gosh. Just like in Harry Potter. Yeah.
0: nice. I I think that's where they were going with that. I think you're
1: right. That's really, that's, that's the coolest thing about this episode.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It ties in the beginning. Much. Yeah. The Bollywood, the beetle Mm -hmm. nuts. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So yeah, there we go. Then
1: we have Cordelia incredibly grateful to Angel and you guys i just hate you guys the weirdest things always happen when you're around
0: <laughs> oh That's yeah good. that was a funny scene a Cord- pretty weak monster
1: yeah that naga does not put up much of a fight and is incredibly slow in eating his meal <laughs> thank goodness
0: yeah cordy would have been a goner there but I did like the not-so-subtle metaphor of Buffy breaking her bonds and kicking oops, the ass of all of those misogynistic men and snaky monster. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. Go Buffy. I think I read or I heard it in an interview or something that they didn't have a lot of budget for the monster and it was mm-hmm. a stunt person and they had him suspended from wire yeah. which is why he looked like uh. he was swaying like a swing in the wind
1: yes yes
0: <laughs> yeah not, yeah not their it best was monster. not flawless
1: yeah agreed agreed so back at the bronze you were talking about the high school guy that cordelia was with it's is jonathan it? right yeah, it is
0: yeah yeah yep Good old Jonathan. I like Jonathan. Yeah,
1: yeah. uh, The uh, cowboy guy. I think it was last episode. Yeah, Inca Mummy Girl. Yeah. Yeah. And clearly, there is very quick justice here in Sunnydale because all these people being arrested and everything. I mean, it just, things really happened fast after Mm -hmm. that snake, after the Naga got taken out. Mm hmm. And yeah. apparently that snake had an incredible amount of control over wealth and power. Evidently.
0: I didn't get anything? that. I wanted to see if there was anything about the Nega about that, but I didn't have time to really look into it any more deeply. That's what think. I was just
1: that's what I was just gonna ask you. Yeah, if that if that held up. And there's imagine. a coffee date forthcoming.
0: Yes. Uh, I think because okay. it's kind of because The Daga also shows up in Buddhism and not just Hinduism, that nonviolence would be more of a thing. But I don't know. Mm -hmm. Ahimsa. Uh,
1: I I think Ahimsa is to do no harm. Oh, that
0: could be. Well, I mean, I know it's one of their tenets. But yeah. So thank goodness we're at at the end of this episode.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes, I am happy to be there. Yes, ahimsa is the concept, the total avoidance of harming any kind of living creature, not only by deeds but words and thoughts as well. There we go. Important spiritual doctrine shared by Hinduism, Buddhism, and Jainism. Am I pronouncing that right?
0: I think that's how most people pronounce it, okay. but I think it might be something like Jainism. I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. I think that might even be wrong. Okay. I should know, but I tell my students, if you're not sure how to pronounce something, say it with confidence and people will believe you've said it correctly. (laughs) Nice.
1: (laughs) Fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. (laughs) Well, yeah, so our next episode is Halloween. Thank goodness. I know you've said this is a good one. I'm looking Mm -hmm. forward to it. And even if it's not as good as you think it is, it's probably going to be better than this one.
0: (laughs) Oh, yes. Nice. Absolutely better than this one, which isn't uh, or wouldn't take too much. Right.
1: But it sounds like you really like this next one. So I do really really like the next one.
0: I think they do good Halloween episodes.
1: Nice. Nice. I like it.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening.
1: Yeah. We'll see you next time. Bye.
0: Wallowing in the Shallows is created and produced by the both of us. Edited by Moe. The soundtrack for the Wallowing in the Shallows, Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 2 Rewatch, is Apache Rock Instrumental by Sound Atelier available on Gemendo.com. You can send us feedback at witchtvpod at gmail.com. That's w i t s t v p o d at gmail.com. Subscribe. And subscribe. Then subscribe. Subscribe. Hit that
1: subscribe button. Like and subscribe.